Hello, I'm Sean Gilligan and welcome to the Learning Summit podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to discuss cohort-based courses. They used to say that content is king, but with content freely available on the internet becoming increasingly commoditized, cohort-based learning is the new trend to increase completion rates and engage learners online. It's good to start by saying what is a cohort-based course, and it's a programme of learning that's organised according to a syllabus, usually in sections, and it's taken by a group of students, a cohort, at the same time. Cohort-based courses can take place online, in a virtual space, or in a physical classroom. For this podcast, we're going to focus on the virtual spaces and the online methods of delivery. Before we jump into cohort-based courses, let's discuss what's come before it. And the first one is uh, MOOCs, which was all about how to get content online. Then there were the marketplaces, which was about how to make money online. The toolkits, which was how to own your audience. And then we arrived with the cohorts, which is how to produce outcomes Let's talk about MOOCs uh, just briefly. And these were launched back in 2008 by the likes of Harvard and MIT with their edX platform. Then you had Stanford launching Udacity. And this was all about getting content online. Whilst it was great for brand building for university institutions, it wasn't great when it came to outcomes and completion rates. So content was taken online for free, but not everybody completed. And that was the real issue. A comprehensive study of two MIT researchers found that between 2013 and 2018, completion rates for MOOCs steadily declined to an average of 3% in 2018. The next wave brought about the marketplaces with for-profit companies like Udemy and Skillshare, who sought to answer a new question, which was how can we make money with online courses? The marketplaces offered a platform where anyone could create a course they wanted. And because these instructors weren't world famous experts backed by prestigious universities, they needed exposure. The marketplaces provided exposure by centralising the courses of thousands of instructors under one roof and driving traffic to them. The marketplaces took care of finding students and referring them to courses that they might be interested in. And they would then get a percentage of a sale should a student look to purchase. The problem with the marketplace approach was that the platform companies used their advantage around control to offer deep discounts up to 90% to improve their growth and revenue numbers. Instructors had no control over their own pricing and could only watch as each new discount brought about less and less committed students. Instructors began to realise that their earnings were affected there were less and less committed students. They didn't have control over the student experience. And so there was a move towards toolkits. The toolkit companies recognised that the power had shifted to the instructors and therefore around 2014 started creating new platforms to recognise this power shift. These new platforms were instructor friendly and treated the course creators as the most important customers in sharp contrast to the marketplaces who treated them as mere suppliers. The toolkit platforms, instead of standing between the instructors and the students, shared things such as the email addresses and the payment details. There was a lot more freedom and flexibility for the course creators to choose which payment platform to use or how to market to their customers. 
the limitations of the toolkit model eventually started to reveal themselves around 2017. Whilst these toolkits gave instructors a lot more freedoms, there were lots of demands around learning different kinds of technologies, having to have marketing skills to attract a continuous stream of customers and other sorts of burdensome responsibilities. Furthermore, the completion rates of these self-paced courses weren't that much better than MOOCs. So with that history lesson over, that brings us now to the present time and the new trend, which is cohort-based courses, referring to a group of learners who join an online course together and then move through it at the same time. Of course, the instructor provides guidance and much of the learning happens peer-to-peer as students share what they've discovered in real time and encourage each other to keep going. Some cohort-based courses use the flipped classroom model where you have pre-recorded content that's consumed by students in their own time, followed by complementary live classroom lessons. And others will just uh, do away with pre-recorded content altogether, opting to focus on project-based work executed over a series of short sprints. There are really four key advantages to cohort-based learning. And the first is community, secondly, accountability, thirdly, interaction, and fourthly, impact. Let's go through each of these. So you're probably thinking to yourself, what's the difference between a cohort-based course and the traditional school classroom? And the answer is not a lot. But what we are talking about is going online and learning with peers in groups online. The advances in video technology means that people can turn up to a cohort-based course online with their real name and build real lasting relationships. Students are able to find mentors, collaborators, thought partners, coaches, advisors, and perhaps even clients or employers. Cohort-based learning brings about accountability and true accountability comes from relationships. It's the relationships that forces us to turn up to the football team, practice game, or to prepare for a meeting, or to make a friend's birthday. The greater accountability brought about by cohort-based learning can lead to completion rates of 70 to 90%. This is far superior to that of MOOCs and other self-paced learning platforms. Let's now talk about interaction. Live group video creates an environment where many different kinds of interactions can overlap and intersect. Instructors can broadcast one-to-many lectures to present key concepts. Breakout rooms allow students to split off and focus on particular problems or subtopics. Individual students can be brought on stage to receive feedback and coaching from the instructors or the assistants. And special guests that would never be able to show up in person can call in and share their expertise. During these sessions, the online chat can provide back channel full of interesting links, recommended resources, follow-up questions and other types of commentary. Let's finally talk about impact. If I want to know something, I can Google it or I can go on TikTok and Instagram and learn all sorts of interesting new things. But this is very much self-paced. If we really look at the true value of education, it lies in the ability to transform people. Cohorts offer students more opportunities to engage with the instructor and their learning community. Since students advance together, they share common interests and goals. 
A cohort community also uniquely positions students to network and develop relationships. Being in a cohort can allow you to make connections with others in a similar work field. Meeting others in person could lead to new opportunities and to help you build your network. By joining a cohort, you might meet an individual who can help you grow in your career or connect you to other individuals in the field. So why have a cohort-based course? Well, you collaborate with your peers to work on projects. You compete with peers to do better. The cohort model creates high accountability and a significantly higher percentage of students complete the course, which is what it's all about. Transformational learning, completion and building that community. If you'd like to learn more about cohort-based courses, then head over to watchandlearn.io where you can create your own community and interact with learners and teachers using both on-demand and live video. Thank you for listening to the Learning Summit podcast. We've talked about cohort-based learning. I hope you enjoyed it and we look forward to seeing you next time.